We are blessed. Each and every one of us is so blessed. And sometimes we don't even realize how blessed we are. Sometimes that's what the Yitzhahara wants to hide from us, is how blessed and how good we have it. Because when you realize many times, when a person realizes how good it is, and a person realizes how wonderful things are, and how how blessed how much Shefa we have for Hashem and how much Hashem loves us and how much Hashem forgives us and how much Hashem has Rabbah and Munasecha, how much faith Hashem has in each and every one of us that a person can do this and a person can do that and a person can go ahead and Hashem has so much patience and love and love and want for us to change and to grow. And the Yitzhahara turns, turns our pain into, into defeat and our challenges, the Yitzhahara turns our challenges for us to despair and the Yitzhahara takes all of the things that we struggle with and he tells us, he beats us, he beats us up with the stick of, of look, look what you're going through, the exact opposite of what the purpose is. The purpose of every Nisayan, the purpose of every thing that we go through is really for us to take a step back. And it's difficult sometimes because we're, we're busy and, and, and we don't always get the right perspective. But the proper perspective, as we know, is that, is that everything that happens to us, everything that we go through is really there for us to, to grow and for us to change and for us to take a lesson and for us to dig inside of us. That's why we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Because what Hilchus Lashon Hara teaches us as we're going to learn, is to really bring everything inside, not outside. Which is when I see something in someone else, it's the greatest bracha when I get angry at someone or I see negativity in someone. It's the biggest blessing in the world. The reason it's the biggest blessing in the world is because that gives us an opportunity to know what to work on. Or when I feel something inside of myself, when you feel that you have something negative inside of yourself, when you feel that you have something that is uh, hurtful inside of yourself or pain or whatever it might be or confusion, so then it's a sign that those are the things that I need to maybe address. Those are the things that I need to really focus on. And the reason we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara is because once a person stops with looking at everyone else's life and, and we stop focusing on the person next to us, and we stop focusing on, on that the problem is out there. And we learn to understand that our challenges and everything we see out there is, a, is really a reflection of ourselves. And like I've said many times, it's very difficult to accept that. Because sometimes when you see something so clearly, you see something so clear, imagine you're looking at, at a chocolate ice cream and, and you've, your whole life they've told you that's chocolate ice cream. And you say, nope. It might not really be chocolate ice cream, that might be vanilla. You'd be like, am I going crazy? Like, what are you talking about? So, so too, when it comes to viewing our relationships with people, you could say, oh, it's not me, it's not the, I'm sorry, it's not my father, it's not my mother, it's not my spouse, it's not my children, it's not my boss, it's not my, the weather, it's not where I live, but it's me. It's like, what? That's impossible. It can't be that it's me. It's got to be something else. But when a person stops talking Lashon Hara, and a person, when a person begins, and it's, and it's, it's gruesome, it's very, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard for a person to do that. You need support. You need people to, to be with you on that. You need to discuss it with people. Because otherwise what happens is you're, you're sitting there and you're left alone to say, oh my goodness, so how am I going to, how am I going to change myself in this situation? How am I going to be able to rise above my challenges? Okay, question, comments? And then we will begin the halachas. Yes, Yona. Let's say you recognize something in someone. Yes. So then you try to work on it. At what point is it like when you fully work on it, you don't see it anymore? Or like yes. Like, yes, yes. Great, que- great question. What happens is you will begin to not, not see it in that other person. Even because though it. Even though you previously see it. And what's the proof? The proof is people have that in relationships. People have that in relationships. They could have a difficult relationship with a parent. 
to have a different relationship with a, with a child or with somebody. And then you sort of, I spoke to someone yesterday. I was speaking to a parent yesterday. Speaking to a parent yesterday about a situation with, with someone and, and, uh, and, and they saw it in a certain way. And slowly I said, it's not what your child has to do. The, the problem is not your child. The problem is, is you. And that's very hard to hear. Because, because, especially, what do you mean? But he's doing something wrong. But he's doing something wrong. Right? The same thing with, your, with, your, with a parent. What do you mean it's not my father? What do you mean it's not my mother? I know the way she acts. I know the way he acts. What do you mean it's not my spouse? What do you mean it's, God willing, you'll get married. You'll be like, Rebbe, what are you talking about? My wife does X, Y, and Z. How are you telling me that it's not her? So we've gone through this. We've gone through that. Okay, it doesn't mean that, that, that the action is not there. It's what's the interpretation of the action. What's the interpretation? We interpret, right? The, the, um, right if someone, is, if someone is, uh, is, is not well, if someone is physically not well, and they're acting a certain way, so you're not going to... If someone's yelling at you, and, they, and they, after they're in the hospital and they got a shot... That, that's some type of weird medicine and the doctor says I just want you to know this person is going to be irritable and they're going to yell at you right so when they yell at you you're not going to be like you know okay it might be hard to experience the person yelling at you but you'll be like okay listen the interpretation is what we do which is not not the action oh Rabbi Tzvi it's good to have you yes Shkoyach Yona Shkoyach Yona I like that and I just want to say, on well, what Yonah is saying, don't expect it, don't expect to turn on a dime so fast. It takes time. It takes time. It can take years till you really, um, what's the line that I always say? It's not about letting the person off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. So it's not about, now that's hard. It's hard to take the hook out of your heart because it, because it hurts and it's hard for us. It's very hard. We, we're very sensitive we're very sensitive people. We're very, very sensitive. And like I said, I said this the other day. I said this the other day, just like a splinter. When you get pricked with a, with a, with a splinter, what happens if you don't take it out right away and you don't deal with it right away? It sits and it gets infected. Rabbi Tzvi, you heard this one from me? You gotta hear this muscle. You never heard it? I know, it's a muscle that I, that I made up dur- during Benazmanim that I, I think is a, it was a ma- major gift from Hashem. What happens if you get a splinter right away? So what do you do? It hurts, but you take it out. That's the best thing to do. You put it some some soap. Your kids, I'm sure you've had that, right? Let's say it sits there. What happens? Big trouble. And what happens if you just get near it? You touch it. Ow! It kills. It kills. So I say that's a physical splinter. So too, when a person gets hurt by someone, if you don't deal with it immediately, now whatever that means, deal with it. Could be you got to talk about it. Could be you have to understand it. But if you let it sit there, then any little thing that gets near that, you'll be like, ah, ah. That's why people, have a, they have a lot of pain. They have a lot of pain from their child or whatever it might be. They never, ever dealt with it. So when you get older, I think it's, a, it's an amazing muscle. Right? Right? It's an amazing muscle. So what Yonah's saying is that don't expect yourself. Don't expect yourself. If you have this this, uh, this uh, thing inside of you, which is much more painful than a splinter. So you say, oh, just take it out. Here, just take it out. Here, go on my heart. Just have heart surgery. It's harder already. It's harder. I've been around people, Rahman al-Itzlan. Everyone should be healthy and, and well. I've been around people who had bypass surgery. It takes months, months to bypass. The surgery is incredible. It's, it's one of the most, it's dangerous. It's scary. That's physical surgery. Emotional surgery is harder. Emotional surgery is harder than physical surgery. So, Yona, it's a great point that you're making, but my, my, advi- my advice to everyone is don't expect it to be like, oh, okay, I just heard the sheer, and I just heard that it's not my mother, it's not my father, it's me. It's not my spouse, it's not my whoever it is, it's me. Oh, okay, so let's go deal with that. No, it doesn't work like that. It takes time for a person to heal and to figure out how to, how to make that, how to make that switch. Rafil, yes. I'm not challenging with the Rosh Hashiva. You could challenge. Please challenge. Yeah, I, I just good, good. Understand a little bit better. Good. Um, 
you see um, someone else doing something wrong, mm -hmm. and it's you, mm -hmm. is there a difference when, like, for example, if, well, I saw someone doing something wrong, not to me, and I had nothing to do with me. Right. But it was an album, it bothered me when I saw him doing that. Right. Right. So beautiful. Beautiful. And question number two, Mr. Shiva mentioned uh, a mother and, and our parents and uh, the children. When the, where do you draw the line between I have to uh, see what the problem is with me and I'm, my my job is to be a and to try to help him to, to do the right thing. Right, great. Even if what I see that's bad in him is right. really me, but my seems to be right. something that. Right, 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 100%. <laughs> okay, okay, good. This is a very. Yeah, you want to you answer? You want to discuss? Okay, so you might. Could you hold on? Do you mind? Or is it no? It's connected to. When, no, no, no. Okay, you don't want to lose it. Yeah. So could you just hold on one second while we just address quickly? So great questions, Rafilo. Um I'll try and be as, uh, the second one might be a little bit longer, but the first one goes like this. Pashup shot in the first one, uh, we don't have to get into, right? It's a chazal. Which just means, why did Hashem put me in a switch? I've had situations like that where, where, where I've seen, right? Where I've seen, uh, you know, Chil uh, Shabbos, so you see something. So you could say, oh, 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 oh. Say, why did Hashem put me in that situation? So you've got to check yourself. That's how it's, that's Pasha. I mean, not Pasha, but that's, that's the way it is. So you're right. You could say, I don't have it in me. Why did Hashem put that in front of me? So that's number one. If Hashem is showing you something... The Gemara. It's a Chazal. Right, right. Why did Hashem... Meaning, what? I could focus on, oh my gosh, right, Rachmanus, Rachmanus. Right, the Ripstamen, you know, are you supposed to scream Shabbos? Yes, within yourself. Why? Because why did Hashem put me in a situation? Kol haro'eh sota bilkulkula, right? So the smichas of the parashas in Naso between Naziris and Saitas, because anyone who sees a Saita, well, Yazar so the obvious question is, what, what does that have to do with me? This adulteress is a crazy lady. Why do I have to stop drinking alcohol? I'm fine. Because Hashem made you see it. That's, that's, question, that's the answer. Now, now you want to get into the depth of of you have a chalik of that, it's really part of you. Okay, that's already a little bit deeper. There's this famous story with the Baal Shem Tev, where someone saw Chilol Shabbos, and he says, he says so, but I checked myself, it wasn't true. Anyway, it ended up that he, that he found out that he, was, he, he didn't give cover to a Talmud Chacham. And Talmud Chacham is Bechina Shabbos. So it was, that's what the Baal Shem Tev told him. So there are Madregas, right? They say, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he, when he, uh, when he threw down the luchos, so So there was a little shemetz of how could Moshe Rabbeinu have a shaykhus tavodazara, the melech, the slave ha'am, Moshe Rabbeinu. So they say, he had a little, right? So that, 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 that's your first question. The second question in being machanach, what Rafil is asking, is also there's like two points to it. Number one, number one, it, 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 it probably is from you if your child is doing something that's not bederach. The problem is, the challenge becomes when I get angry or when I take it out in the wrong, as the Masil Charm says, right? Lo lo yasrem, el yasrem, yasrem. You have to give musr to your children. You have to discipline your children. Just what? Everything has to be with, with balance and everything has to be with a lower volume. Everything has to be with, with, a, with, a, with seichel. The problem is when it's more attached to you, that's when you get angry. When, when, when your wife does something or your child does something or your parents do something or someone does something and you get triggered by it and you boil, so whoa, 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 what does that have to do with you? Because it's within you. So the more a person clarifies himself and cleanses himself, so then he could say, why did Hashem make it that my child's doing this? Okay, you can ask that question. You obviously, right, that, that, that's life. But, but, but how you react to it and how strong of a reaction to it is a, is a, um, is a, um, a, 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 a gauge, a gauge of, of how much is it in you and how much is it not in you. And it's like that when you see in somebody else also. Why, why does it bother you when your roommate does this and your other roommate, it doesn't bother him? 
You have two people. I don't care that my guy, my, you can have one guy say, I don't care that my roommate sleeps all day. What do I care? And another guy can come and say, Rebbe, I can't believe, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you triggered by it like crazy? And why are you not? Oh, it bothers me when there's, when the, when, uh, you know, this group of people act like this. And other guy's like, who cares? They are what they are. Why does this bother you and that bother you? So because it's very, very no gay to you. Very, very, we're very, very, especially us. We're very, very sensitive. We're very, very, if the Ramchal says, Masil Zaram says that we are very chalash, we're very weak, and we're, we feel hurt and pain very, very quickly. And we get elbow, we get insult very, 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 very quickly. So then, uh, could you imagine our generation? We're very, very sensitive people, and it's beautiful. We're tzaddikim. This generation are mamish tzaddikim and what we have to go through. But you want to be very, very aware of what your triggers are and what, why I get upset about this, why I get upset about this, etc. Great. Shkoyach Ravhila. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Shlomo. I'm excited. Yeah, I just wanted to express. Yes. Yes. You ever heard that one, Shlomo? What? You ever heard that one? It's a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. Hazara Baker. Correct. Um, nice. Shlomo. I want to publicly um, express and to like, show how much coming to church helps me. For me, I was, in, I was in bed a couple nights ago and I was in my thoughts, right? Like, not in a good mindset and I guess experiencing a little emotional turmoil. And then I realized, like, I heard a voice in the wall, like, I heard arguing. All of a sudden, part of me, it's like, I need to know what's going on. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, right, for sure, just saying, like, the hardest part, not saying much far, or, like, delving into that part is because you just want to escape from yourself. Wow. You. Wow. And the express, I felt that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shlomo. I knew it was going to be great, Shlomo. No pressure. It's always great. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I just want to chazer over what you're saying, just meaning, meaning you understood that you're, you're part of your desire to, to listen to what was going on of the FOMO, we'll call it, was really not to continue dealing with yourself. Wow, that's incredible. That, that's real gavura. That's real gavura. Uh, two things I want to say on that. Number one, just the fact that you, even if you ended up, that's why I'm, I'm not even going to ask whether you ended up going to hear what's going on, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you ended up, it doesn't matter if you end up going on your phone. It doesn't matter if you end up going and hearing what's going on in the other room. The fact that you picked up and you were aware that you were leaving yourself, that's the point. When a person does what Shlomo is saying, he does, what you do is that you, you're leaving yourself and you're sort of um, rejecting yourself or you're, or you're you know, running away from yourself and yourself needs you so much. We need ourselves so much. So thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. And the second thing on what you were saying, Shlomo, is that is that, that is the only way. That is the only way for a person to become healthy. It's not a way. The only way, you know, when I see, you know, Yitzi Raymond, Rabbi Yitzi Raymond is here, and I, and I say this not just because you're here, so it opens, it really brings it out. No, I mean this. I, I want everyone, you got to get to know Yitzi Raymond. You have to get to know him, and I'll tell you why. You have to get to know Yitzi Raymond. When I, when, I, when I went outside my office, I saw how many people are doing yoga, and how many people are, are were doing yoga, it, it literally makes makes me so proud, it makes me so proud of this yeshiva, makes me so proud of, of Rabbi and I'll tell you why, because, because that is a way that you, you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of, your, you're showing yourself that I need to, to learn how to, whatever happens in yoga, I've never done yoga, sorry Yitzi, I'm, I'm, right, I, but, but uh, whether it's breathing, whether it's breathing, whether it's, you know, being sense, you know, centering yourself, whether it's learning how to, you know, be more mindful, whatever yoga does. But the point is, is that it's purely kula for, for me, for me emotionally, for me mentally. And, 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 I, and I, I'm going to say this to Elio Newhouse, and I'm giving him a big credit to this. Last time I spoke with him, and he spoke about this so strong, 
And he said it, and it's so clear to me. I see this more clear and clear, more and more and more and more. The problem, one of the problems that, 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 that we deal with is that we run, and, 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 and I want to say this in, in a very sensitive way. If your mind is not healthy and your body is not healthy, then your neshama is not going to be healthy either. But obviously, a kind neshama, your neshama is pure. But the ruchnias, the ruchnias that you're doing is not going to be healthy. Because Hashem made a person that you have to take care of your body. You have to take care of your mind. You have to be a healthy person. When you're a healthy person, then you could then connect that person to the Torah. But when a person is not healthy and he connects himself to the Torah. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to wait till you learn Torah. You have to wait till you're totally healthy because you can't wait. The Torah helps you become healthy also. The Torah says that. If you learn the Torah, you'll see the Torah. You see all the Bali Musar. They all talk about how you have to be healthy. But it's so, so important. Shlomo, I'm so proud of you, Shlomo. I mean that. I'm so proud of you. I learned so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And, and, and uh, you know what I could say? I, 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 and I mean this. It's one of the things someone was asking me yesterday, you know, what guys who come to yeshiva, how do they get, how do they, you know, can I know how our yeshiva is very big and it's hard, you know, it's hard for, for everyone to always feel connected. And I tell them, and, and I'm telling this to you, Shlomo, anyone who's here, tell guys to come to this year. Tell people, even if you come 15, 20 minutes, because as you're saying, it's not a long time. You're only here a few, uh, we, we had a big break. You're only here a little bit, right? I'm not saying you didn't have it in you as well. But I'm saying when, you, when we talk like this and you remind yourself this, like, like Shlomo said, Chazara, Chazara, Chazara. I need the Chazara. I, I'm, I'm up here because I need the Chazara. I need the Chazara every day to remind myself, to, to remind all of us about what we really want and it changes your life. It'll change your life. When you're able to do what Shlomo said, when you're able to, like Yitzi Raymond, when you're able to, to, to know clearly, Yitzi Raymond, it's good, I could talk about Yitzi, maybe it's your birthday or something. But Yitzi Raymond, it's not his birthday. He's paid, uh, Pesach times your birthday, right? Right. So, I, so the, the shot is, is that the reason I, no, I'll tell you what the inspiration is. Right, Yitzhi Raymond went away for how long were you alone for? Your first trip. What? Not with your wife. The, the, the first trip. Ten weeks. How long? Two and a half, three months. Two and a half, three months he spent alone. Alone. What is it? You know what that does? That, you can't, well, say that out loud. Ezra, say that. I love it. I can't do, he just said it, I can't do two minutes. So, so, so I want to say, I, I respect that you're saying that. Yeah, a lot of us can't do two minutes. It's very hard to do two minutes. But you've got to learn, all right, two and a half months is an extreme. It's long. But you've got to start with two minutes. You've got to start with five minutes. Like I always say this about Shabbos. There's a Yetzirah about Shabbos. I say it's not about Shabbos that people have trouble with their phones and whatever it is. They couldn't do it on a Tuesday. It's hard to go two minutes alone. It's not a din in Shabbos. That's, that's, but that's one of our nisyonos of our generation. It's one of our nisyonos is to find time to connect with yourself. And the Lashon Hara is a biggie. The Lashon Hara is a biggie. Because it's very easy to get swept up in what, what's popular. And you know, you feel that way when there's a chevra sitting together and you feel like you're the outsider and you have hurt from maybe your childhood or whatever it is that you felt pushed away and you want to be with everybody. It's painful not to be a guy who's one of the, one of the guys. But, but, but I could just say if you can learn, and it's hard. If you can learn to feel that hurt, if you can learn to feel, okay, why can't I step away from that group? Shlomo must have a very good sense of himself, and he must have a very good relationship with yourself if, if, you, if you are able to not go ahead and give in to the desire of, okay, I gotta, be, I gotta hear what's going on, and you're able to stick with yourself. And that's really, that's why I love learning Hilkos Lashonara. I love not speaking about other people. I love it. I love not speaking about other people because it gives me an opportunity to, to, to speak about what I want to speak about 
and to and to focus on what I need to focus on. Yeah, I'm happy we yeah. spoke about being healthy physically. Yeah. Yesterday I had it in mind the whole shit, but I didn't know where to put it in. I think one of the I think I also told Rebbe once that uh, if, if you have if you, your body is healthy, I felt it yesterday that I had two nights ago an eight hour sleep. Oh, and I woke up in the morning and there was so many things to take care of. And the Ar- I have constructions in the house, so Arabs here and everything. But everything was beautiful. The view was beautiful. The colors were amazing. Everything just went right. The sheer seder, everything was awesome. You, just, just in all that imagination of negative thoughts, it's a lot of times because you're just physically wiped, 100%, tired. Hundred percent, hundred percent. A big kamachacham. I get the inspiration of Hillel as well, Rabbi Ackerman. Why are they sitting in the shir? Another big, ta- massive kamachacham. Someone who knows Shulchan Aruch backwards and forwards. Saying, what's he sitting, sitting in the shir? He's got, he's got what to do. Right? But, but, but it's things like this that help us become, that help in, that help all of us. You know, you remind, to become more healthy. What reminds me of what, what, uh, what Rabbi Ackerman is saying is that, and this, this take into account, if you're extra anxious in a, in a situation, or you're extra, you know, feeling a certain way, you got to ask yourself that. Am I coming off of a, a good sleep? Am I coming off of eating well? It makes a big, big difference. It makes a big, big difference. Even though I do have to say, it is a good way to find out your triggers. If you want to know what's really bothering you, then, then don't take, take a three, four hour sleep and then have a regular day and then take notes. It's a very good day because your system is a little bit weaker. So all of, your, all of your demons, so to speak, right, are easier to rise. And it's a good way, but okay, I don't, I don't know if I would advise that to anybody, but because that's, what? Oh, you slept for okay. And Shabbos is coming. It's not as hard on Thursday. On a Tuesday, it's much harder. Okay. Um, okay. Beautiful. Question, comments, and then we're going to let's do the halacha. We'll learn a little Mesil Susharim, and then we begin. Um, what do we say over here? Talking negatively. Perfect. About a simcha. Talking negatively about a band. Talking negatively. Page 63, day 21. Right? A simcha is such a beautiful occasion. It's a shame to ruin it by talking Lashon Hara. The food was not so good at the wedding. The food was not so good at the bar mitzvah. I didn't like that caterer. A hundred percent Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara. The caterer is stingy. He gave skimpy portions. The musicians didn't play so well. They played to whatever you're going to say. Did you see the chasin? Right, the way he did this, whatever it might might be. Were you impressed with the whatever it might be? And now, what what's the challenge that happens? The challenge that happens was no. So how was the wedding? Uh, so how was the meal at this person's house? When you ask questions that are questions that are very dangerous questions, that's called avak lashonara. Because what you're doing is you're you're sort of setting up a person to be in a situation to speak lashonara. So we have to be very careful with that. Eitan, go ahead. It's been a while. Uh, I miss your questions, Ethan. So, as someone whose yeah. brother got married not too long ago, yes. Mazel Tov. Then, you're not going to someone's wedding. You're going to family's wedding. Right. And I do music or cater or whatever you said. Um, they, didn't, they didn't do the job so well. It wasn't for that. Right. Um, music stopped, whatever it may be. Right. Um, So the answer is, is that you are, but there are certain conditions that have to be met. Which means is that there's something called litoelis. Toelis means that it's for uh, benefit. You're not doing it um, because you're angry. You're not exaggerating. Uh, another example is there isn't another way to get the point across without talking about that. And there are different ways to do it. Uh, usually, um, if a person, I mean, the way you're describing it, let's say, 
it sounds like you're not, there, there isn't sort of upsetness and anger. So that usually would probably be okay to say, you know what, um, if you're going to hire the caterer, you might want to tell him, um, you know, that maybe the first course, uh, maybe to, to have a little bit more portions, because when we had the wedding, or we had the bar mitzvah, um, you know, the, 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 in that situation, the portions were a little bit less than we wanted it to be, as opposed to, that caterer stinks. You hear the difference? If, you, if you're able to say it in a constructive, positive way, uh, the best thing would be to go to the caterer and tell the caterer. But if your friend asks you and says, would you s- suggest this caterer? So you could say, um, it was great, it was wonderful, I think there are other caterers as well. Um, speak to them, make sure about the price, speak to them about coming on time, because by our wedding, you know, he was a little bit late, but I'm sure he had a reason to be. You know, the way, the way you, you, you would express it, everyone would understand, are you trying to get the guy, or you're trying to be a, a Jew who's donning the kafskus and really focusing on what needs to be focused on. Make sense? Beautiful. And that's hard. It's hard because when you spend, you know, $10,000 on a caterer, and the caterer didn't deliver, right, and you get angry at them, right? That's what happens when people go to a restaurant and, uh, you know, they spend $100 or they want their service to be perfect and it's not, they get angry. Uh-huh, I'm the king. Give me everything that I need. And if they didn't give me everything perfect, so I'm going to get them back. There is, there's a natural, a natural revenge that we want to take. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. And Hashem will help us, as Shlomo said, uh, to, to not have FOMO, to run away, but to have FOMO from ourselves. Right? Fear of missing out on my relationship with myself. On my relationship with myself. I have to make a new FOMO. FOMO, fear of missing out on myself. That's, that's the key. So Hashem will help us all. The fact that we learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. That's all we can do. We learn the Halachas. And, and that will help protect us from focusing on others. Okay, Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people not speak any Lashon Hara today, every day. For us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. We are in the middle. We are still in the middle of humility. Um, let me just read one line from the Mesil Sharm, Page Chavbez 22. The Gemara says in Sota. Kama gedolim nemuche haruach. Very, very powerful Gemara. And this Gemara is... It's almost like un, an unbelievable, like literally not believable that the Gemara says this. It's almost like you can't believe that the Gemara says this. And the Gemara says, look how great somebody who's humble. When a person had the Beis HaMikdash, he would bring an Ola. He would get the schar of, it, of a carbon, Ola. Mincha, schar mincha biyado. Somebody who is humble. We'll talk about what humility is in a second. As if Hashem loves the humble person so much that it is as if you brought every carbon. As it says, The greatest carbon of God is what? Someone who is broken. Somebody, and this is where humility comes in, which I want to focus on um, today, on this aspect of Anava. Again, because he's going on your internal feelings inside. Now let's talk about uh, what, what, what uh, the Ramchal is referring to. What the Ramchal is referring to in Anava, and I want to hear from everybody about this as well, is that sometimes we, we go through difficulties and we don't realize that the difficulties that we go through are to humble us and to make us humble. And Hashem, and we don't, we don't want to hear this, it's hard for us to hear this, but when a person goes through challenges in life, we don't realize that it's the greatest gift sometimes because it makes you more humble. When a person goes ahead and he works on himself and he's failing and it's not going well, what does that do to a person? It makes him more humble. And he realizes that I can't control things. He realizes that things are hard for me. In a certain way, that's the biggest, biggest bracha. Because what Hashem wants is Hashem 
wants us to have the proper perspective of life. And sometimes the only way for us to have the proper perspective of life is to realize that things are a little bit difficult. And you know what? I can't control everything. And you know what? Things are going to be. I will have a bad day here and there. Sometimes I will be rejected by people. Most people have trouble being rejected. It's a very, very normal thing to get rejected, to hear a no from someone, to hear a no from a situation. That's why people have trouble not giving in to their tithes. Why? Because they don't know how to say no. They don't know how to hear no. You'll see this with your kids. If you have trouble with, with no's, then you're going to let your kids, you're going to yes your kids with everything. People who have that have a difficulty because it translates into the next generation. It translates into things that you do. When a person is able to say no, when a person is able to say, you know what, it could be things, I could have a difficult day. I could have anxiety. I could be anxious. I could have challenges with my spouse. I could have challenges with my parents. I could have challenges with Yiddishkeit. It could be hard for me to get up in the morning. It could be hard for me to go ahead and to learn. When a person realizes what that does is it puts a person into humility, then that's a very healthy thing for a person to have. And when a person lives like that, and a person's okay with that, then you're willing to do so many things. Because a lot of times the reason we're afraid to do things is because we're afraid to fail. We're afraid to feel a certain way. Everything has to be a certain way. But when a person says, okay, so things are not working out so much for me. Okay, but that's part of life. It's hard to accept that. It's very hard to accept that, oh gosh, things are hard for me. Things are difficult for me. But when you put it into perspective to say, you know what, maybe that's the gift of humility. And you know what, maybe I'm more connected to Hashem now because of this than I would have been otherwise. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Wow, yes, good. Yona, go. Yes. Yeah, please. By the way, ooh, I like this one. Yes, loud, please. I asked Hashem for strength. So I received difficulties to make me stronger. Beautiful. I asked Hashem for wisdom, so I received problems to solve. I asked Hashem for courage, so I received the dangers to overcome. And often asked Hashem for help, but I never see how it gives it to us feel loud. Exactly. Exactly. I just got, I just got the chills as you read that. I got the chills as you read that because what Yona just said is so, so true and it's hard for us sometimes. A person davens and davens and davens and he wants something and he says, Hashem, I, I, want, I, want, to be, I want to have a better relationship with you. I want to have a better relationship with this person or that person. And then something happens and you're like, what? What's going on? What's going on? I want to have a better relationship. The greatest way you can have a relationship with Hashem is, is when you're more humble. So sometimes when things aren't working out, know what that forces us to do? When things are not working out, what it forces us to do is it forces us to turn to Hashem. It forces us to turn to Hashem. Beautiful, Yonah. Yes, from Shlomo. Shabbat talks about how a person should try to do something good. It's not successful, and then you should blame yourself. It's not that it's not. Exactly, exactly. Person's only gonna blame himself if when he, when he accomplishes something. Right. Then he's proud of himself. Correct. Right? So then, if I fail, then I'm then I'm a failure. Right. But that's only because you have because right. you're doing something when you are. It's all Hashem. Correct. Correct. And, and that's like you said, when you do something then you realize when you do something and you're unsuccessful, that's also from Hashem. So then you're much, now obviously what we're talking about is a high level. But when a person trains himself and learns, as we're going to learn how to get to this level of humility. But it comes, it comes in what Rav Shlomo is saying, it comes like that when it comes to your Avodah Hashem also. Sometimes your Avodah Hashem and your whatever it might be is not going so well. And you get frustrated, you're like, why isn't it going well? I want it to go well, I want it to go well. That yearning for it to go well is more chashev to Hashem, is more valuable to Hashem than when it is going well. He's talking about Avodah Hashem. Ah, he's talking about Avodah Hashem. Right, right, beautiful. Right, lo alecha, amlacha ligmar. Right, that's on right Shomazaman. That's on on, uh, on uh, Torah. Yeah, beautiful Shomaz. Beautiful. Amazing, amazing. Yes. There's a quote from Vicky.
character of Train Call? Yes. Suffering ceases to become suffering when there's meaning to it. Correct. Suffering ceases to become suffering when there's meaning. Correct. And none of us want to suffer, and we, we pray that nobody suffers. But suffering doesn't... He's, Victor Frankl was talking about the... Uh, he got his, his, uh, his hashkafa from the concentration camps. So we're not... We're, we're suffer, our suffering is not the suffering of the concentration camps. Our suffering is a very different suffering. But, but, uh, but, the, but the point that, that Ben is saying, and the point that Viktor Frankl is saying, is that when you, attach, when you attach meaning to whatever you're going through, as Yona was saying, and you say, this is what Hashem wants me to go through, that is being humble. That is being humble. Emuna and Anava go together. A person who has emuna and anava, a person who has anava, he's humble, he has emuna. He knows that this is what I'm supposed to go through. Why am I getting frustrated? So I have a problem, okay? So I have a problem. So I have a lot of problems. So I have challenges. So this is hard for me. I'm a bus of a dumb. I'm a human being. It's okay. It's normal. It's okay. When a person thinks like that, and then people get nervous, they say, oh, then I'm not going to be motivated. I'm not going to be motivated. It's not true. You'll be more motivated. When you realize how human you are, and you realize that you can fail, and it's okay to fail, when you realize that it's okay, I'm human, you learn to apologize, you can learn to say I'm sorry, you can learn to not always look great in the eyes of everybody, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It takes a lot of pressure off of how you live your life. Yes, one second, yeah, Rafael. No. Basically, Yeah. is not feeling down about yourself. Correct. Another is about the spoke about a few days ago that it's understanding yourself or whatever, and the concepts of the Shfa Ruach and Ruach Namukha and all these things are not, it has not, it's not humility, it's things that bring towards humility. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that's Correct. 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 Avram Avinu, the Mishnah Pirgavis, says he's a Namukha Ruach. Bilam is it. Avram Avinu, when you think of Avram Avinu, you think of a, you think of a guy sitting around like that. I mean, you think of how, how, uh, at least I do. The things that he went through that. Oh, he was able to do Avram Avinu. He was able to fight. He was able to go to Stone. He's able to go into or against Nimrod. He's able to fight the the most powerful person, you know, there and to to stand up against him. Why? Because he realized I'm a I'm a I'm a Shfal Ruach. I'm a Namoch. I'm a Namoch. I'm more connected to Hashem. Right? I'm more connected. When you humble yourself to Hashem, you can do anything. You can do anything. When you think it's all you, you get, you get in your own way. You get in your way. You say, oh, it's me, and I'm doing it, so I didn't do it, I did it, I didn't do it, I didn't. Right? With this story with someone who wrote the letter to one of the tzaddikim. I have this problem, and this problem, and this problem, and the Rebbe circled all the eyes and sent it back to him and said, that's your problem. That's your problem. You got too much eye in there. Okay, yeah. And then people say, oh, then how do I get to a shtadlis versus, versus this? That's not a kasha. What do you mean? If you realize that it's all Hashem, He's going to help you, then you'll work even harder. Because it sky's the limit. When it's you, you're limited. I'm limited. When you realize Hashem's going to help me, so good. I'll, I'll, I'll make it. Beautiful. Very good point. Beautiful point. Right? That's what you were, that was, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, uh, are we saying that the best way to work on the core of humility is by working on Muna? Because that's the that's where it comes from. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're very cl- they're very linked together. They're so very. If, if someone's Muna was solid, then then I know yeah. it's not automatic. Uh, they're very very related. Yeah. Or if a person has another, he'll have a Muna. They're, they they're, they're, they they work together. They work together. Right. If a person realizes he's going to die. A person realizes that I'm human. A person realizes that I have chesronos. A person realizes that I've done a heroes that I deserve, right? A person says, the chesed, and Milos HaToyra, the Gra's brother, he says fasting and all these things that they used to do, he says it's pointless nowadays. Why? Because we'd have to fast our entire lives for the Averus that we've done. So a person thinks about the chesed, that Hashem gives us food, he gives us forgiveness, all the things we've done, all the things we've done. That's humility. Say, whoa, holy cow. And then you're going to get upset when you have a bad day. He'll say, thank you, Hashem, that you didn't, that you didn't kill me. 
So people go, oh, wow, what do you mean? What do you mean? Okay. Then you got to do work about your relationship with Hashem. But I'm saying, when a person's humble to realize that I, I don't deserve anything. What do I deserve? Right? And then he says, and then he has a Muna. He says, wow. Well, he has a Muna that, of course, everything that happens, everything that happens, I deserve. I deserve it. And I don't deserve, I have so much stuff that I don't deserve. It's all from Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. When a person's connected to that, that brings them to a lot of humility. Correct. I think the Balatanya, I never saw it. I heard it, or I saw someone write it. He says, when a person goes modim and he bends, when you do modim, what you're doing is you're bringing down Shefa. That's what you're doing. You're going like this. You're like bringing down Shefa. When a person humbles himself, he brings Hashem into his life. You bring Hashem into your life more. When you're humble. It's like that. When a person realizes it's Hashem. It's not my wife. It's Hashem. Hashem. It's, my, it's not my mother. It's not my father. It's not this. It's Hashem. They both come from each other. Like yeah, they're very, they're very, they're very interlinked. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Ego, ego is etching God out. I mean, that's not a chazal, but they Amen. got it from chazal. Meaning, Amen. right? You're pushing him away. Anochi. I always say, Anochi, Anochi. There's that story of, of uh, I think, the Kutsk or someone. Someone knocked at the door and he says, "Who's there?" One of his talmidim. He says, "It's I. It is I." He says, "No, no, no. There's, there's one I. There's one Anochi. It's Hashem, Anochi." In, in, in life, it's either me or him. That's really the way it works. All Averis come from Gaiva. All Averis come from me. From me, me, me. But okay, that's a longer... Mir Tashem, we'll, we'll continue this. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Oh, and Yosef, yeah. Yeah, first of all, just on the end of the covenant. Yes. I was going the other day in complete Nina. Yeah. I think in your base, it talks about the covenant, how the whole existence of this, of this world is used by the Shem. For ourselves, house saying, um, don't go to Shul. The Nazi are, are going to take us. 
Um, and then he got back with the bike to give it back. And the guy tells him, Chutzpah, you took my bike. This guy, and he started telling him. And it happens to be that this guy was part of the resistance. And the whole Jewish Denmark moved to Sweden. I think that was, and, and, and one kid that tried, said, so he passed away a week ago. Amen. But we got to try it. We try and do the Shukha for Kvayda Shem. Just a daf a day, right, Rabbi T? That's all we got to do. Daf a day, one day at a time. You can change your life. Hashem should help all of us. Thank you, Rabbi T. We'll end off with that. Always great to have Rabbi T. in cheer, not to make you feel guilty, but uh, we miss you when you're not here. It's a, it's a blessing when you are here. Oh, Yosef. That what? That what? That what? What the rabbi said that there's too many circles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've just, I thought I also remember hearing that saying I and stuff like that is also very empowering to say I am the prophet, not anybody else. Right? Correct. That's nice, you know, Hashem, right? To say, I'm not from Hashem, it's coming from Hashem, but to say I have a problem, I have a problem. Correct. Correct. 100%. It's easier to take responsibility when you're not alone. It's easier to take responsibility when you know Hashem is there to help you. When you, when you think it's all on you and, and it's all you, it's all on you in a, in a pressured way and no siyata deshmaya and it's fail or that, it's much harder to use your eye. When you realize that it's Hashem, that Hashem will help me and all I got to do is do the best I could do, right? So in my right, correct. And a person, right? Then you'll, you'll fool yourself. A person, only a person himself can know if he's fooling himself. Nobody, nobody, you know, can can judge anyone from that. But we all have to know how to have that balance between saying, "I know that it's that it's yes." For what's you? Just about the eye. Yeah. What we said, what we said is that the New York Times, one of the editors calculated that if you don't put the dot. On the little eye, it will save like $19 or $10 million dollars a year. Right. Can you imagine if they would take the full eye? Right. Let's go to the flip side for the balance. Yeah. So, um, my Rebbe told me that when you're writing in English and you're talking about yourself, you say I, right. you have to make sure that you're making a capital. Right. Okay, good. Well, talk about that in the next Anava. People, if you get nervous talking about the lack of I, then you got to ask yourself, you know, you have to figure that out. What, how much is I and how much is not? It means there might be a chesaron in the I in either way. You have to, you have to, you're right. You have to, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that so much within myself. I'll check myself also. We're talking about it next year. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. So it's a good point, Yosef. Good point. Rav Shlomo Hashem should help all of us. At the end of the day, Baruch Hashem, we're all blessed to be here. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zoche to, to not get um, not to get bogged down by our past and not to be afraid of our future, but to, to live today to the best that we can. Because when you live today, you're doing the best thing that you could do for your future and the best thing you can do for your past. Have a wonderful day, everybody.